Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle Turner, licensed clinical social worker, self-care advocate, best-selling author, and your host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is a weekly wellness podcast I created to help you learn tricks, tips, and tools for self-care, mental health, and overall wellness in order to help you achieve a happy and healthy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it is necessary. That is why I am here to help you get back on track and back into the game with lessons learned, tips, education, and knowledge from my amazing guests. So sit back and relax as we take a journey into the Purple Butterfly. Welcome to the Butterfly Corner. This is Danielle, podcast host, best-selling author, therapist, and self-care advocate. This week, I talk with Patrice Lockhart about menopause. This conversation is both for the ladies and the gentlemen, because as gentlemen, they say, happy wife, happy life, right? So Patrice and myself, we talk about the symptoms of menopause, ways to take care of our bodies pre, during, and post-menopausal, as well as why women are afraid to talk about menopause and to not isolate themselves when it comes to their symptoms and what changes are going on with their bodies. One thing that helps during the menopausal journey is self-care. Everyone's menopause journey is going to be different. As I learned during my conversation with Patrice, there are 35 different symptoms of menopause. So knowing how to successfully manage the changes in your body can be both frustrating and isolating. That is why self-care is so important. Self-care is also going to look different for each person, just like the symptoms are going to look different. Self-care can look like taking time to care for yourself, even if it's for short periods of time throughout the day. So even like 10 minutes a day can be helpful. Self-care can be being honest with yourself, creating new habits, prioritizing that me time to engage in hobbies that you enjoy. Also having a positive mindset, sleeping well, exercise, eating healthy, and giving yourself some grace during your menopausal journey can also be forms of self-care. It's also important to remember that as women, we tend to help everyone else in our lives and we often neglect our own personal needs. So menopause is a time when as women, we need to focus more on learning about our own needs, speaking up, vocalizing our needs, seeking support from peers and medical providers as well, and being gentle with ourselves as well. Listen to your body, have a positive mindset, create realistic and achievable self-care goals and plans, seek support, and know that you're not on this journey alone. So reach out to others, to your peers, again, to your medical providers, and know that there are other women experiencing the same things. Find ways definitely to stay cool because those hot flashes will disrupt your whole day. Make sure you're drinking your water, ladies, as well. So listen in as Patrice gives us tips and tools and education on life-changing menopausal journeys. And remember to add some self-care into your day because self-care is never selfish. 
Be a part of the Purple Butterfly community that has been created to help support women with self-care by becoming a sponsor. We have sponsorship packages available that will help increase your business visibility. If you are looking for a partnership with a team approach that will further grow your business while helping your customers learn the value of self-care, a sponsorship with the Purple Butterfly Podcast is what you need. For more information on sponsorship opportunities in or to be a guest to discuss your field of expertise in self-care, email me at podcast at interullc.com. So today my guest is Patrice Lockhart. I'm very excited for her to be here. And she's over in the Bahamas where I wish I was right now. (laughs) So Patrice is an entrepreneur, investor, menopause coach, and CEO of Shaddai Health with a love of public speaking. Her journey and interest in health and wellness began over 25 years ago, and her passion is to help people achieve their good health goals. I love it. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here. You're in Connecticut. I'm in the Bahamas. (laughs) (laughs) We got a swap, though. We talked about this. (laughs) Yeah, the cold. I'd love to have some of that. I want the hot all year. All right, so we had to talk about the menopause coaching. Tell me a little bit about how you got into being a coach, because I think it's very important. I know we were pre-discussing how, as women, we don't sometimes even recognize we're in menopause or want to accept that we're in menopause. So how did you become a menopause coach? I became a menopause coach because my journey was one that was very difficult. I started off having sleeplessness and I was putting on weight and I wasn't having sleep for about a year. Mm -hmm. I was having challenges sleeping. Then I went into six weeks of under an hour to an hour of sleep. Mm -hmm. And what was happening at that point, my brain, when I would shut my eyes to sleep, it was like the old black and white TV that we used to have way back in the Mm -hmm. day my brain would, it would be these fuzzy lines I would be seeing. And then I would be like seeing scenes from a movie, then the fuzzy lines. And then this turned into day, then night, then day, then night, then day, then night of not a wink of sleep. Mm. At this point, I was so wired. I I was dealing with rejection at this time in my life as well. And so a family member had to come and take me out of my home and care for me for a few weeks. And I went through this process and I went to doctors and no one could say what was going on with me. Then I went later on going through this menopausal journey I began to have severe heart palpitations. Mm -hmm. There was even an incident where the doctors had suspected I had had a heart attack. And the palpitations used to challenge my breathing and they weakened me and they were scary. They were brutal and the journey was long and honestly very lonesome. And one night around two or three, I thought I was having a heart attack. So I called a girlfriend of mine and 
this is two or three in the morning now when you wake up somebody that time in the morning she was so gentle with me she said to me patrice i don't know why you don't accept the fact that you are perimenopausal and when she said it to me i stopped <laughs> because i had just done some research and everything was telling me that but in my mind it made no sense because menopause was for old women mm -hmm. it didn't make any sense at that point, I was about 49, 50. So yeah, at 49, 50, you don't expect menopause to hit you. Yes. And know. mind you, I had, at this point, I was dealing with menopausal symptoms for about eight years and stress triggered oh, okay. me into the menopausal journey. When she said that, it hit me because I'd read about it. And I always say with the help of God, I became my own rescue because at this point I'd done so many EKGs, I mean, both in Nassau and in Grand Bahama, and I needed something to happen. And the first thing, because I was already in the natural health field, I had a head start. And so one of the things I needed to understand when I understood, okay, I was having heart palpitations, I needed to know what to do. And because I understood that potassium regulates the heart. I would, in the middle of the night, if I'm having a heart palpitations, I would grab four, five, six bananas. And I always say, as sure as the sun rises and sets, mm -hmm. the heart rate would regulate. Mm -hmm. That was astounding to me. Mm -hmm. And then I began the journey. I have a group of schoolmates. I became vulnerable and I put in the chat because all of us were the same age. And I asked them, told them what was going on with me. And I wanted to know if anybody else had these kind of experiences. Mm -hmm. That day, my school group chat blew up. <laughs> there were about 50 something women wow. talking about their experiences. And I could not believe it. Even though I had more answers, it left me with more questions. Mm -hmm. My thing was so, well, if this is normal and natural, why aren't women talking about it? Um, if the older women went through it, how, how come even my mom? Why didn't she tell me? Why didn't she prepare me? And that put me on a journey because I then began to ask a lot of questions, interview women, because I really needed to make sense of why no one was talking. How could in one day 50-something women tell me about their experience right. and it's normal? Right. And no one prior to that said anything. So no. 50 women were isolating or by themselves in this struggle. Yes. Mm -hmm. And to me, it made no sense. And the more I questioned, the more I recognized that menopause was a taboo. Women were embarrassed about it. There were women who didn't have children all their lives. And at this point, going into menopause meant the end of hope for them. Mm -hmm. They couldn't have any more children. So there were so many things that surrounded the topic of menopause that I learned. Mm -hmm. And there are women who deal with urinary incontinence. There are women who have leakages. Right. They can't help it. There are women who literally wet up themselves. There are women who have lost their libido. There are women who have the heart flashes and mm -hmm. the anxiety and the depression. I get to deal with all of them. And these are the things that women hide, literally. That is true, very true. All of this 
made me passionate about menopause education to change the narrative because most women enter menopause unaware, mm -hmm. unprepared, and untold to deal with the changes that they will experience physically, emotionally, and psychologically. And the experiences are real. A lot of those things you said, as we get older, we experience some of those things. How would we know whether we're experiencing them just because or because we're going into menopause? Okay. And I think I'm asking that for myself. <laughs> <laughs> menopause <laughs> happens. First of all, menopause is a natural transition in a woman's life. You live long enough, you give God thanks that, hey, you are what going happened? to go through a change, a transition. And literally what menopause is when a woman ceases from being able to reproduce. But menopause happens through a process. Okay. And menopause begins with a phase called perimenopause. Okay. Perimenopause is eight to 10 years before a woman actually stops bleeding. This happens about age 40 is when she begins. Normally women don't know because it's just the beginning. And it's when maybe your period, if you were having a period all your life at the beginning of the month, you would see it at the end of the month or the middle of the month. Very changes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. But around 45 is when, you know, we talk about when we have children around eight, nine, 10 centimeters, we say the pain gets hot. Right. That's what it's like for menopause. That's when women really begin to recognize that some changes are happening. And that's when these hormones begin to, the estrogen level begins to decline. And estrogen is a woman's sex hormone. I often say menopause is like marriage. Marriage, you should not enter into not knowing what's going on because it's important to know the rules of the game. And it's the same for women entering menopause. Menopause also is like a divorce. Divorce for men um, is between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. Divorce in menopause is actually between a woman and her estrogen. Okay. During puberty, when a woman goes into puberty, that's the time when she, her body is getting ready for reproduction. Mm -hmm. Menopause is actually the opposite of that. That's the body shutting down from reproduction. But there's an estrogen called estradiol that makes an agreement with your body and says that, okay, sis, I'm going to be with you from puberty until a certain time. But listen, I'm going to leave. Estrogen is honest with you. I am going to leave and I'm going to leave dramatically. It's this dramatically really is with these <laughs> symptoms called menopausal symptoms. And there's 35 of them. Oh, my Lord. And, oh, listen, 35 of them. Estradiol does not leave quietly. It leaves in grand style in a woman's life. Yeah. And so when estradiol is beginning to leave, that's called the perimenopause phase where today a woman's estrogen is hair, hair, mm -hmm. hair, or hair. So today she's feeling good. Tomorrow she's dealing with mood changes, okay. anxiety. Sometimes it's depression. Sometimes because she's having sleepless night, you know, depending on where the estrogen is at in her body, 
she deals with it. Then she goes into what's called menopause. Okay. Menopause itself is a day. A woman does not go into menopause until this. She is 12 months officially of not bleeding. On that day, you are in menopause. Okay. After that day, you are in post-menopause. And post-menopause is the time when women are in danger when it comes to heart disease, osteoporosis, and brain issues because the protection that estrogen was providing her all that time okay. is no longer supplied. So when we're in post-menopause, I would go out on a limb and say, is it, I guess we should be doing this all our lives, but mm -hmm. maybe in post-menopause is where we really need to kind of ramp up taking care of ourselves yes. healthy and exercising and making sure we're getting our regular checkups and all those things. Yes. During post-menopause, because first of all, let's deal with the heart. The heart has been getting a lot of protection because of estrogen mm -hmm. during from puberty to menopause itself. Now, once that estrogen is gone, that protection is no longer there. And cholesterol is big when it comes to heart disease in women and cholesterol is produced in the liver. Now, estrogen, when it is in a woman's body, what it does is that it helps the blood vessels. It promotes the good cholesterol. Okay. Let me, I'm trying to stay away from the scientific stuff. Right. And keep it simple. It promotes good cholesterol. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it keeps the walls of the artery very supple so blood can flow easily. Now, when that does not happen, estrogen is not there, what happens, it causes the bad cholesterol mm -hmm. to hang around. And so it clings to the walls of the artery. It causes it to harden and causes there to be a narrowing so that the blood does not flow through the artery like it normally used to. And so it makes it hard on the heart. So the heart has to pump that much harder, work that much harder. And because it's working that much harder, it causes blood pressure. Then also what it does is that because it's working so hard, it can cause a heart attack and a stroke. Menopause and the drop in the hormone does not directly cause a heart attack or heart disease rather, but it influences heart disease in a woman. So she doesn't have that protection. So what she needs to do, she needs to be eating phytoestrogen foods, foods that are filled with phytoestrogen plants through mm -hmm. plant sources. She needs to be exercising, but particularly lifting weights. And I'm not saying going to the gym right. and buffing up, but right. that helps to produce some hormones in the body that we need at this time. She needs to be eating things like oats. It helps to keep the artery clean. There's so many things, even with our bones, our bones are no longer getting the support that it's been getting. That's why during menopause, one of the symptoms women deal with is joints pains, muscle pains, because again, the protection that the estrogen was giving to the muscles and to the bones is no longer there. So it was protecting you against inflammation. So women deal with a lot of that. And all of this is a part of the menopausal journey. Wow. 
I just learned a whole lot right now (laughs) (laughs) that I had no idea of, especially that there are 35 symptoms. So that's a lot of things that as women are going to vary, I would imagine throughout this process. So I would think we need to really pay attention to our bodies. Really knowing your body is probably important and staying on top of your checkups with the gynecologist would be important. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, many women, sometimes some of the doctors don't even recognize because that's what happened to me and many women I deal with. And let me just say, Danielle, if I can, I have a support group for women who are going through menopause or about to go through menopause. And it's a Facebook private community. It's called Menopause Survival Care. And what I do is I offer support, guidance, information, and tools to help women navigate the menopausal journey. And these women are from all over, women all over the Bahamas, the USA, the UK, Africa, the Caribbean, and now even Dubai. And Mm -hmm. literally, what we all have in common is menopause. <laughs> so I invite, you, I invite your audience, listen, <laughs> menopause is real. And one of the things that I'm doing and why I'm so passionate about menopause education is because it's global. Right. When it, it comes right. like to, you said, it's all of us, all of us. Yeah, are being unaware is global. And one of the things that I'm introducing shortly is a three day free menopausal survival care masterclass. Oh, so I for those that. who I'm inviting those, if you want, join the free survival care group on Facebook. I post daily. Women share their stories. They talk. It's a safe space where women talk about their issues. They ask questions. I provide the support and I provide the information. And then I encourage women, look, as you learn and as you grow, let's now go and tell the younger women. Those, There's no reason why women in their late 30s should enter 40s unaware. Mm -hmm. We now have a responsibility. Let's share. Let's talk about menopause. Let's help our sisters out. Mm -hmm. Let's break this chain of menopause silence. I agree. There's so many things as women that we just hold on to ourselves. I don't know if it's a generational thing and, you know, our ancestors and our grandmoms and grand, great, great grands, they just never passed on any information Unfortunately, Unfortunately, right. And now we're kind of blindsided with these symptoms and we don't know what it is. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. as a menopause coach, what is it that you do as far as coaching services? How does that look? Okay. When I coach women, and first of all, my coaching services... I coach women through their journey because as you go through your menopausal journey, at the beginning, you might have one set of symptoms. (laughs) In the middle, there's another Mm -hmm. set of symptoms. Mm -hmm. And at the end, there's another set of symptoms. And so one of the things that I do is that I educate women. That's the first thing. My first session with women, and I do all my sessions via Zoom. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is I begin to educate I always try to find out where they are at with menopause education. And then I take them from there because my goal is I want to leave every woman better than I met them. Mm -hmm. So when I begin to talk with them, the first thing is 
I give them before our meeting a list of the 35 symptoms. And I want to know from you, tell me and just give me the numbers. What are your menopausal symptoms? And I set up my file with their symptoms. And usually what happens is once I see their symptoms, it tells me what's going on with them. It tells me if their testosterone levels are low. It tells me if they're dealing, their thyroid needs some attention or cortisol is happening, stress. It tells a story. And so once I'm able to get their symptoms, then one of the things I do next is because most women don't understand that their symptoms are also triggered. So I get women to take me through a day of your eating and it tells me the picture. It tells me what you're doing that is triggering your symptoms. It tells me if you are putting into your body endocrine disruptors, sending false signals, foods that are sending signals, hormonal signals. It tells me a picture. Then I look at a woman's lifestyle. Because stress and menopause are a poor marriage. When I say a poor marriage, (laughs) it's a poor marriage Mm -hmm. that creates a horrible cycle. Mm -hmm. And I go through a woman's lifestyle, what she eats, etc. And it tells me a picture. And once I get a picture, then I take her through not only menopause education, but Mm -hmm her issues, her triggers, etc. And like I said, my goal is education. And once I put her, I get her to understand where she is. I develop a protocol for her. It's personalized because menopause looks different on every mm-hmm. woman. My set of 10 symptoms looks different from your set of 10 mm-hmm. symptoms. And so I put her on a protocol and one month after her protocol, we get back together. But in between that, we talk Mm -hmm. because some women need to go on a meal plan where she's putting in phytoestrogen every day in her body and she's putting it loading up. And then she's, there's some things, some exercises that she would do. I put some women on that causes that would stimulate her brain to release some hormones that would help her along the way, etc. And like I said, depending on the symptoms, but it's a journey and I customize it depending on what is going on with the woman. And as a menopause health practitioner, I go the natural way. Now, I believe in working with the body. And I have women who couldn't sleep who will tell you they sleep. I have women dealing with hot flashes tell me, oh, it is subsided. I don't deal with hot flashes anymore, etc. And again, the journey is unique to every woman. Right. I love that. So it's really about educating, giving some structure, giving them some tools that they can use. Yes. To, help, to yeah, take to with them yes. that journey. So yes. with everything that you do and helping all these women, right, <laughs> across the world, <laughs> mm-hmm. their menopause journey. What does self-care look like for you? Because a part of going through the menopause journey is also taking care of ourselves, right? And that that self-care and decreasing that stress and being good to ourselves. What does that look like for you? Because you're helping all of us. What do you (laughs) Well, you know, it's amazing sometimes. As a practitioner, you could get so busy helping others that you forget Mm -hmm. yourself. 
I've had a number of times had to pull myself in because I'm so busy. You know, there'll be women calling me at night, Patrice, I can't sleep. I feel like I'm going crazy the whole nine yards. But I've had to learn to take care of myself. And I practice what I preach, my eating. Like, let me share a quick story with you. Okay. I went into menopause officially earlier this year in about oh. March, just before my birthday, 53 turning 54. Mm -hmm. And so I had an experience where I was driving and I'm driving to a three o'clock meeting rushing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I couldn't remember where I was going. And I was like, oh God, where am I going? Where am I going? I couldn't remember where I was going. Mm -hmm. And I slowed the car down and my brain was like trying to, in this room, trying to pull down some type of information and I couldn't get it. But after a while, I remembered. I remembered where I was going for this three o'clock meeting and then I pressed gas to hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the first time that happened to me. And what had happened was I'd crossed over from perimenopause, having some estrogen, to no estrogen. Uh, okay. And I and then I realized, oh my gosh, I have to step up because prior to that, I was taking eating phytoestrogen and putting it in my body, but not to the, the degree I needed to. So I had to begin my own protocol of every day putting in lots of phytoestrogen in my body mm -hmm. with my skin. I created a oil called recapture oil that many women are using mm -hmm. where you see the lines gone from the faces, the line that the deep line that comes right. here, right. the eyes and all of that here. I use that. I also sleep now. My fiance is working with me with that issue. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm one of those, you know, I work very well at night. <laughs> and if I'm making myself now stop go to bed and get the rest that I need. Exercise as well. I'm working on it. I used to exercise much, much more than I do now, but I'm getting back into it, understanding that now I need the hit routine on the the resistance because mm -hmm. my bones are no longer getting the support. So I need that. So these are the things that I am doing and then trying to keep stress away from me. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I do. I, I do. I thank God for that. I've come into a place in my life where I recognize that I am on the last half of my life. Mm -hmm. And purpose and destiny is most important to me. So I've learned to restructure my life and put priority really where priority belongs Love that and that right there is also self-care too so yeah. yeah sounds like you're taking good care of yourself as well as taking care of the rest of us ladies so yes. i love 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 i've learned so much from you today i greatly I'm appreciate so glad. you coming into the podcast i would love to have you come back again because I feel like this a is a conversation that we need to continue having, yeah. um, you know, so that us ladies don't isolate ourselves and yes. feel lonely, not knowing what's going on with our bodies and not feeling like we can reach out and talk to anyone. Yes. You know, you need support and that's yes. important. So, and yeah. even the men, 
in the marriages. Men come right. to me and talk to me about this new woman who they've been married to for the past 30 years, who she's completely changed, mm -hmm. etc. So men, I deal with even the education okay. of men as well and menopause even in the workplace. Wow, that's a good point. So yeah, we have to continue this conversation. Yes. <laughs> now I got to talk about the men in the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I love it. Thank you so much for dropping in. And we will definitely be talking to you again very soon. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out Inner You Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook as well as my website, www.interullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.